everybody. Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 92 in year two, ladies and gentlemen. And today is going to be a, basically a comic book show because there is no Batman news besides the Flash director dropping the... From what I've heard, I didn't go back and look, but it's the 92 Batman logo with some blood on it. Is it I'm the 92? Mistaken. So it's the Batman Returns? Yeah, I think it's the Batman Returns logo. And it has some blood on it. So he's just hinting like, yes, this is freaking Michael Keaton's Batman. And it looks like he's going to have that old school suit. And they have confirmed that already one fourth of the movie is already finished. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. I don't know if it was on uh, Muschietti's uh, Instagram or on his sister's because they Mm -hmm. are making the movie together. Um, But one of them said that one fourth of the movie is already finished done and all i'm saying is i understand that fandom is now let's see here june july august september october four months away Mm -hmm. but matt reeves was able to give us a teaser trailer with one fourth of his movie freaking sandberg this weekend yeah has an unknown amount already filmed for shazam 2 and he's already given us a teaser trailer yeah i want to see your teaser trailer for this I'm sure that we will get that at Fandom, for sure. I think we're going to get a teaser trailer from The Flash, and then we'll get an actual trailer for The Batman. Um, and I think that'll be the update. We'll probably get something for, you know, it's going to be movie-heavy, obviously, and then I think we'll finally get some updates on the games as well, since they've all been pushed back to 2022. Well, so. uh, all of the uh, summer game events and, like, E3 and all of that is happening, like, next week. So oh, we may yeah. actually get some news next week. Ah, they, they never drop it at E3. E3's not big anymore. It's not, but <laughs> I think, I'll, like, now, what I keep forgetting his name, uh, the one guy that runs everything with that, um, shoot, uh, Je- oh, got him right here, Jeff uh, Keeley. he runs know. all of that stuff. And we were having a conversation, me and some friends, about him, <laughs> He's not an idiot because he's able to run so much in the gaming community. Yeah. It's just he does it very poorly. He he doesn't push it as big as something like a San Diego Comic-Con or yeah. a fandom last year. When you have a very large community of very different gamings, like freaking PC, you have Nintendo, you have Xbox, you have PlayStation. Like This should always be a big event. Yeah. And it always kind of feels lackluster. I just I think that it could be big and unfortunately with all the news of the delays right before E3 or summer summer games or whatever that you want to call it uh, summer game fest is what they're calling it Um, I think it does have people kind of like eh, it's whatever I I already know that my game or my my game that I'm looking forward to won't come out for another two years so maybe I won't watch this so I get where you're coming from yeah yeah well the thing is it's only before the pandemic it was only like two or three years into e3 being open to the public before that it was all invite only that's true and like i and i will say i went to an invite only one because i won a ticket it was an amazing experience the public one is a shit show because you cannot play a game like it's just too many people yeah. And I'm just like, all right, well, this fucking sucks. So E3 was better before they opened it to the public. And that's also when PlayStation and all of them were still going to E3. So now they're like, we could do our own fucking event. Why do we need E3? So 
That is also true. You know, so it's like, <laughs> we'll just fucking make it all about us for a whole day instead of like a portion of a day. Um, but yeah, so that was really the only thing that um, was coming up on news was the Flash logo or the Batman logo. And yeah, we'll probably see something at three at E3. Um, Clay says there's a rumor going around by Grace, but anything you hear from Grace, you shouldn't believe. So well, we don't even need to cover it. Yeah, you know? it's it's just very stupid. So if you hear something, it's almost like it's it's not like, hey, Pattinson and Kravitz had sex on the Batmobile crazy and yeah. stupid. But it is still something that is very eye rolling. So if you start hearing stuff or seeing stuff on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, just don't believe it. It like this movie is in the bag. It's solid. Matt Reeves is a very competent director and it's going to be a great movie. Like I just I think that people just need to let it go. And we're going to see, like you said, a very awesome trailer uh, come this October. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty dope. Um, so yeah, with that, let's just go ahead and move on to comic books. We have a lot of Batman stuff. We're only going to cover five things, uh, since it, this is just going to be a comic books podcast. We have a lot to say about Batman 109. We have Batcat number four. Um, but let's go ahead and start off with, uh, Fortnite. I didn't read this, but you said you read it. So is yeah, this the I, ending? No, it's not the ending yet. I think there's still two more issues. It's six issues. Um, they're outside of the normal Fortnite game that everybody knows and loves so you would assume oh batman has his memories back yes but not in the way that you would think so he gets out and everybody can talk now yeah um and deathstroke and catwoman are there but the only problem is the memories that batman gets is only the memories of every single Fortnite game that he was a part of so the loop they call it the loop Okay. So he has the memory of every loop that he played through. And if you had seen through issues one, two, and three, that is a lot. And they all came like rushing to him very, very quickly. He recognizes Catwoman. He doesn't know who Catwoman is. He doesn't know who he is, but he knows that he trusts her. So they also have to team up with Deathstroke along with basically every quote unquote winner of the Fortnite games. And so there are very recognizable Fortnite characters and they are still in the system. They're not in the loop of the Fortnite game that everybody knows, but they are yeah. still in the system. Uh, so they are trying to get out, trying to get their way back into what they consider normal life. And it basically just is very chaotic. Uh, whoever is running this whole thing is, pushing obstacles in front of them. And actually one of the Fortnite characters dies at the very end, um, which is crazy. You think they'd be used to it. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're out of the game, huh? Exactly. Hmm. So, uh, but Batman then realizes because his last words were uh, one of uh, what's, what do you say? He says uh, right here, he says one of us is working for, and then Batman completes his sentence is one of us is working for them. Them being whoever is creating this whole simulation, basically. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm enjoying this as much as I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, it's Fortnite. I don't play Fortnite anymore. Yeah. Uh, but we even said there was a moment where we thought that there was genuinely like a very like deep 
and meaningful like story in this and the fact that like would Batman have to kill in order to pursue his way out of this simulation out of this game yeah, yeah. um they they did a little bit of a cop out with that but it was still fun but it's it's enjoyable the art is good I do like the story the dialogue is not half bad and plus if you read this whether it be physically or digitally through the DC Universe Infinite app you get codes for the game. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. That's also really a big incentive. Um, the I will say, and I think I've said this every time we've talked about Fortnite, uh, it it does seem like a better story than what we're getting in the main Batman title. Yeah. So, and I was thinking about this. I don't know if uh, if you would consider like this a possibility, but Fortnite has now had a crossover with Marvel and with DC. Like they are really pushing the fact that they want like just content in general. They're crossing over with a whole bunch of stuff, um, yeah. which is why they also have GI Joe in their game as well. Um, do you think Fortnite is the only way we could possibly get a Marvel and DC crossover? Maybe, but I wonder if that's, I mean, cause like, both companies would have to know like, yeah, well, when people buy these skins, it's going to be Marvel versus DC characters fighting each other. So maybe, but that would be some big bucks that Fortnite's going to drop. Uh, like I mentioned this, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but if I'm not mistaken, the creator of Fortnite is trying to make his own ready player one universe. Mm-hmm. So they're buying every fucking IP they can get into their system. So they can start doing those things like the concerts and all of that bullshit. So I guarantee you, at one point, there will be a movie that premieres in Fortnite. Like, I'm talking about a full movie. Are you I think no that'll happen. Way. I no think that'll happen. Way. I don't insane. know if it'll be Fortnite, like, the main thing. I think Fortnite's going to branch out into other games eventually. It's going to be other things, but all of them are going to be a connected universe. And I think eventually a movie will premiere inside that. If not, it'll be like, hey... Uh, Rick and Morty, we want a Rick and Morty episode with Fortnite. Like, y'all can talk shit about Fortnite, y'all can make fun of it, but it premieres in Fortnite. Like, I think something like that'll happen. Because wow. these these contracts gotta be millions of dollars, right? Because then you'll be like, look, we're, we're gonna make some Rick and Morty skins, and then you're gonna, we're gonna pay you your crazy amount of money, we're gonna premiere this in Rick and, like, in Fortnite, and then we're gonna have some skins that people can buy. And that's how they're gonna make all their money back. Yeah, I, that's true. I think it'll happen because they've already had concerts. They had fucking what is it, Post Malone? They had um, fucking Travis Scott. Like, that's pretty what's crazy. the what's uh, the marshmallow dude? Yeah, marshmallow. Oh, is that so, what his name? Yeah. Is? <laughs> yeah. So like, um, I I highly think that yeah, you know, eventually we will see something premiere like a movie or something like that in Fortnite. Um, but yeah, going on from the Fortnite book, like I said, I didn't read it, but it sounds interesting uh man bat number five actually finished this week which you know usually these things end uh just to kind of spoil it real quick it does end with like see man bat in at the end like that's what they always do and it's going into justice league dark so he's going to be joining justice league dark um the i forget what it's called like the time of matt like the final magic or something like that but anyways what happens in here is when we ended off in uh, issue four, Man Bat was fight. He had just turned into like Bane Man Bat, pretty much. Batman is under the control of Scarecrow's um, sonic wave device. 
And Scarecrow's uh, basically it starts off with the fighting, and uh, Batman is still getting the upper hand on Man Bat, even with this Bane serum. And what ends up happening is Scarecrow's like, oh, I can finally get away. And he runs away. Langstrom's wife or ex-wife runs after Scarecrow to try to stop him. Batman and Man Bat are fighting. Um, essentially, Man Bat is like, we're not going to be Batman because we're separated. We need to be one. So he finally gets his mind together. Like, they know what they need to do and how to beat Batman. And they finally come together. Um, this allows Man Bat to trick batman a little bit and then he can go try to save his wife uh because scarecrow has turned the device on people and they're trying to kill his wife now so man bat goes and he saves uh his wife fights scarecrow and uh him and his wife actually come together to work on the device and save gotham essentially uh but he is now in control of his body now for the first time like, he's no longer freaking out or losing his mind or whatever while he's Man-Bat. He is Langstrom as Man-Bat. Um, he gives off uh, Beast vibes from X-Men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of cool. Uh, he makes peace with his wife. He finally tells her, he was like, this was all my fault, blah, blah. I hope you have a happy life. She's like, I hope you have a happy life too. And he goes to Blackgate. And in Blackgate, they give him, like, his own laboratory and all this stuff so he can continue his research. And then Wonder Woman shows up. And she's like, Batman told me about your whole situation. He was like, he won't work with you. Like, he just doesn't want to work with you. He was all, but he he's shown me what you've been doing while you've been here. And I don't, I think, like, she's about rehabilitation. Like, we know this about Wonder Woman. And so she was all, if you're telling the truth, if you're really serious about helping people, this will tell you the truth. And he was like, she showed the lasso of truth. And he was like, do, if you're not ready, don't take this. But if you are and you're ready to hear the truth and you're willing to help people, you know, take the lasso and he takes it. And then it says, like, you know, you can follow the adventures in Justice League Dark, the last age of magic. And so there's he's spinning off into this, which I think is kind of cool because um, we did. I was going to say it would have been interesting to see him in like Suicide Squad. Um, but, you know, I think it's if he is trying to be a better character. Yeah. Put him in something like Justice League Dark. But this series altogether, I thought was really good. For See, five I, I want to know what the first story arc of Justice League Dark and Rebirth was. Um, well, was he a part of it? Not not a Rebirth. Uh, the the one where like when Snyder took over Justice League, they uh -huh. branched off into three different Justice Leagues. There was Justice League Dark, Justice League Odyssey, uh, Odyssey, and then regular Justice League. So I want to know what that first arc is because technically this takes place before metal or death oh, metal. Oh, maybe yeah. So maybe this is him joining that team. Well, what what was that team? Because the very end of this book shows it Wonder shows, Woman, Swamp uh, Thing, and Detective um, Chimp, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that was, was that was the team. Okay. So it's either saying, "Hey, this is how Wonder Woman recruited him." Or this is her saying, hey, remember when we were a team, let's team up again. Uh, I think that's probably, you're probably right on the, on the, what is it, the ladder? Or is yeah. it the, that's the second one? Or the first yeah. one? I always get that shit. I, that I, I never use that term because I never understood. Yeah, that. I think it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, the former is what the first Yeah, one the is. former and the latter. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's the former, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, yeah. Um, you know, that would make so much sense. And I think it would be better to be honest If they already wrote the story. This is what I always say. Like 
add character stories to something you've already done like yeah. and then just connect it all together i think it's a lot better yeah. um but in general i thought this story was pretty pretty awesome like you know we don't get a lot of man bad stuff and i think this was a solid telling of his character i was unfortunately unable to read this issue on time but i have been enjoying the series overall um, and I heard great, great things with Tinian on Justice League Dark, to be completely honest. Um, the good so, old days. Honestly, I wouldn't mind owning this when it comes out in trade. Like, I, w- yeah. I, would, I would pick this up. Yeah. Um, so one thing I didn't get to read, which I wanted to read, um, I just didn't have the time, was the season two of the Batman Adventure Continues. So you said you read this. How was that? It was pretty good. Now, I will say they did throw in a character that really felt like they just wanted to throw in a new character into this, and that is Deadman. Deadman did make an appearance, and he is basically the narrator throughout the entire uh, first issue. But we have a major character death in the very first part of this book. It is uh, the mayor oh shit yeah so hamilton hill the mayor that is a major part of the animated series is now dead damn killed by the court of owls okay i when i saw this i was like there's no way there's no way they could have done that and it actually happened so pretty cool it it shows that this does have a darker side. You know, we always said as kids, like, oh, this is just a Batman cartoon. But once we got older, we could see some of the darker tones in the series. Yeah. Like, Heart of Ice. Holy shit, man. Like, yeah, it's there's just some undertones there that you that you never really consider as a kid. But seeing this as a major death and them actually saying, hey, he was murdered. It's not like, oh, he is going to be in critical condition and then you know, he miraculously survives. No, he actually dies. Yeah. Um, which is really, really crazy. But Batman does some investigating. He wants to learn more about this court of owls. So it's not like in the uh, Batman series that Snyder wrote, you know, where he kind of learned about it as a kid, as a legend or whatever. This yeah. he's actually learning from, I believe, I can't remember her name. Uh, this redheaded woman, Veronica. She was in the first season, right? Uh, Batman. Is that the, um, is Veronica the, uh, okay, no, she's fighting in this. Um, well, she's fighting because Dead Man actually possesses her. Oh, okay. Is she the reporter? I think she, she may be the reporter. I, I think okay. you're No, because right. that's Vicky Vale. That's Vicky Vale. Um, oh, that's true. She's the other redhead um veronica it I, it rings a bell and she looks really familiar but i it's been a i haven't seen the animated series again in like a year so 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 batman goes to their house well her father is a veteran mm-hmm. uh military and he's still all suited up oh she's the one in harley's bad day or harley's day out yeah she steals the car that's yes her. okay so she's so, a socialite yes uh, so her father is in the military and Batman gets the history of the Court of Owls from him. He is somebody who uh, had an encounter with the court at one point. Nice. Uh, and the uh, there's a Talon that actually comes to uh, 
to kill her father. And it's so crazy because at one point, the Talon can actually see Dead Man. Oh. And it's one thing that you have to remember is that these Talons, for people who know the story of the Court of Owls, Talons are basically zombies. Yeah. So it's dead seeing the dead. So it totally makes sense. But there are moments in here where just by coincidence, uh, Batman is like having this feeling of somebody watching him or doing whatever. And dead man's like, wait, can he see me? And it's yeah. not really that, but uh, he keeps trying to possess the talent and he can't do it. So he possesses uh, Veronica yeah. and fights him. And then Batman comes out of nowhere and, you know, he tells her like, Hey, you need to run away. He's like, no, it's, you, you don't understand. I'm, and he can't tell him. Uh, because the Talon is all over him. But eventually, the Talon is able to run away, and so Batman is doing more investigations on like what this all means. He does some uh, research on uh, Hamilton Hill, and he's. it looks like the son of Hamilton Hill, just by the way that this is going along it feels like hamilton hill's son may be involved and ordered the court to kill his father that's the assumption that i'm gonna go ahead and throw out there interesting but uh batman gets possessed for like us like basically in between the panels by dead man and writes on a piece of paper he's a zombie basically telling batman hey like this is the reason why you were not able to apprehend him and do all this or whatever. Yeah. And so he's like, that's weird. I don't remember writing this. I have some questions. So he goes to Zatanna. Zatanna makes an appearance in here. Nice. And he's mm -hmm. like, hey, I think there's a ghost who is wanting to help me out. Uh, you know, I'm not a big believer in this stuff, but I know that you are. So what, what can I do to help this ghost or to communicate with him? So she tells this story about Boston Brand. He knows who Boston Brand was. Yeah. So it makes him a little bit easier to be like, okay, well, if he is a ghost, at least I know who he is. Uh, she gives him this amul amulet that he has to wear over his head in order to summon or see dead man. Mm -hmm. And so he sits there in meditation on a gargoyle and eventually dead man reveals himself. He's like, okay, well, let's go fight some owls. And then the issue ends. Hmm. Uh, it's a solid issue, you know, for the return of Batman, The Adventures Continues. I will say I was a little annoyed with the inclusion of Deadman because there wasn't really anything to it other than him giving him the note of, hey, he's a zombie. Yeah. That was really the one thing that was, like, essential to him being a part of this first issue. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll write something into it in the next few issues connecting this whole story. But... We know because we read the other or season one. Was he not supposed to be an owl? Dead man? I don't remember. Like, there's a lot of Court of Owl stories. So, like, he might have been, like, kind of like the way fucking Grayson was supposed to be. Well, that's another thing that I kind of just went over because there was very small parts of him in this issue. Uh, in the very beginning... Um, we see a, an appearance of Dick Grayson, and then in the middle, we see an appearance of Nightwing. Yeah. So, 
we may get some sort of inclusion at the fact that Grayson was always supposed to be a talon. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, be very cool. interesting because that is the one character that is used a lot and it's his like grandfather or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll see uh, that in the future, but uh, yeah, I'm excited that they are doing more. Um, and I guess this might be the reason why we're not getting a continuation of the animated series because they're like, we want you to buy the book. Like that's the real continuation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we want to do something different with the HBO series. So, because at least when you go, it, if you do a continuation, people expect the same shit. But if you do something new, you can kind of do different things. Yes. So, uh, anyways, true. so normally we save Batcat to be the final issue of the series, but we have a lot to talk about with 109. And Clay didn't get to read uh, number four because they took it out of our, for some reason, they took it out of our review copies. Um, like quickly i don't know why so i actually read it because i read this last week um but this was pretty interesting and I, I was hoping that you were going to read this because i feel like there's a part of this when it's starting that you're like oh i fucking hate this like this is bad um but it turns around and you're like okay that makes complete sense um so what happens is we know on issue three because it's been a while since we've read re issue three but catwoman in in the past, Catwoman left Batman being like, why don't you fuck me up like you fuck up everybody else, right? Like, yeah. she left him standing. He was just like, oh, damn. Um, well, that past Selena is on like going on a binge. So she's like drinking and like she's uh, basically being an alcoholic at the moment. Um, so that's what she's doing in the past. And But she's still like fucking people up and trying to steal stuff. Present day is she's caught she's like tied up with phantasm and what's going on with that storyline is phantasm is she's like so are we gonna fight like what are we gonna do she's like no i'm gonna show you what's going on and they catch a joker uh like assailant and she's all like this guy's done this this and that she was all this is where you're supposed to stop me if you're a hero and phantasm kills somebody and selena doesn't do anything so that was a little interesting thing because selena in this issue she always tells everybody that, like, I'm not, like, a great person. Like, she mentions that at, at points. And she was like, everybody thinks, like, I'm this superhero, but people forget that I was bad. You know what I mean? Is basically what she's saying. In the present day, or I should say in the future, when she's old, we already know that she killed Joker. She's It's Christmas time. She's chilling at the manor. Fucking Harley Quinn pulls up in a jester outfit with an old like school car that you would think that the joker would drive and she is all like bitch i'm here to kill you because you killed my love and that's where i'm like no tom king you literally wrote harley quinn loving pam like how could you fucking do this there's no way yeah and so there is basically in the future harley quinn is fighting selena and they're both old and so, like, they're fighting through the manor, and it's just, like, doing all of this stuff. And, like, Selena's, like, beating the shit out of her and stuff. Um, and she was all, like, you kill... There's this one moment where Selena smashes her head into the ground. So, hold on. I really want to get what she says. She says um, here... She, I have the page open right now. She says, you kooky cat bitch. You killed yeah. Mr. J. You killed my love... The love of my life before I got to. Yeah. But no, what it is is um, okay, uh, it's it's before that where she's like, uh, and he'd say, "Well, those fine people, Batman, Superman, uh, what you have, 
They have seen me do many things, many, many terrible, horrible, shameful things. Then you demonstrate a terrible, horrible, shameful thing by killing someone if someone was available. Uh, if not, he'd do the part later. Um, but then he would look away and he'd cry. He'd actually cry actual tears. But uh, And say, but Selena, that's what she's seen. There he'd go, blah, blah. No, it's not the part. There's, there's a part in there where she explains like, you know, people would think I'm like Superman or Batman, basically, but I'm not. Um, and anyways, where yeah, well, it so, says right here. It says, uh, and I'd say her, the kooky lady with the cats. No, because I really don't feel you are. Hmm, that's interesting. At all, spe- uh, at all special or anything. I mean, or not enough to kill him. I mean, you'd think I'd be Batman or Superman or someone with some well, some class. Yeah. So it's I'm very paraphrasing. When you read it all together, it makes so much more sense. But Selena smashes Harley's face into the ground, and she's all like, "You killed the love of my life before I got to." So Harley's main reason for living, and we've even seen this in Tinian's run, which was the only decent thing about it, was that Harley has always been the one that wants to kill the Joker, and yeah. Selena took that from her. And uh, so I was like, okay. I will allow that. I will allow that because for the long, for many pages, I was like this. No, I was like, you cannot have her falling back in love with the Joker. Like that's just bad. But her having this vengeance of like, you killed the man I loved. I was supposed to kill him. Like I get that because as much as you might hate somebody in your past and you think that they were the worst thing that ever happened to you. If you love them, you love them. You can't take it back. You know what I mean? Like it's just a part of your life. So I thought that was really interesting the way she was explaining it. Um, But there was, like I said, in the present day, we saw that Selena watches um, Phantasm kill a guy and she does nothing. And then uh, what ends up happening at the end after in, in the future, Harley is beat down by Selena and her daughter walks in and she's all like, what's happening here? And uh, and I love how like nonchalant Helena looks in this. She's just in the jeans and tank tops, and she's like, um, "Are you all right? What the hell happened?" And then she's like, uh, "What can I say? The world is full of crazy bitches." Like that's basically what she says at the end, and it's to be continued. So it looks like we're gonna get this conversation about her killing the Joker or something pretty early. Yeah. So um, I think that's going to be interesting to see what's happening and where that's going to lead. And it just seems like this is more of a, I I think we're going to learn a lot more about Batman and how he feels in the next couple issues. But so far, this seems like a Selena story more than anything. Yeah. And I think that's more so what he said uh, once the book was getting closer and closer to coming out. um, Because I don't think he wanted to like, lie to the fans especially with how hardcore they followed him with the batman run and how they've been wanting this love story and everything else he said this is more of a catwoman story pursuing what happened to bruce after the annual yeah which makes total sense and with with the way he's writing now i will say i am going to be reading this issue right after we finish recording the only thing i can already see that i'm not going to like Mm -hmm. is this giant fight between Harley and Selena, and there's a lot of dialogue. That is not like Tom King. Um, yeah, that's true. That that's the only thing that I see, and I'm like, oh, huh, that's different compared to what he's done in the past. Yeah. So 
Other yeah, than I that, think, I think it could still be a very solid issue. Yeah, I agree with that. And it, it is something he is breaking that that rule he does. But I think it's with the page limit and him doing three different error, eras, that's probably he's like, I got to fit this somewhere, unfortunately, yeah. you know. And that's kind of why he does that. <clears throat> but I agree. Uh, I did mention this last week because we were talking about um, errors in comic books. On the pages where Selena's drunk and she's trying to break into the museum, she falls through the museum. She's wearing a leather jacket. And then Batman shows up and he carries her to the Batmobile. She's not wearing the leather jacket anymore. So, huh. like, she didn't take it off. And I was like, how do you miss that? Come on, Clay, man. Um, but that was the only continuity error when it came to, to art. But uh, I thought it was solid. Like I said, when I was reading it, I was just like, oh, don't do this with Harley. Like, I was genuinely worried because, like, I was like, come on, man. I defend you all the time. You can't have this big of a blunder. <laughs> uh, but, like, it, it turned around in the end. And I was thinking that. I was like, he's going to say something. Like, something's going to change. Because I was just – but as I was reading it, I was like, did he ever really mention Harley during his run? But then I was like, no, he wrote Heroes in Crisis, which connected with everything else. I was also, there's no way he can write this. But then, like I said, he did the, like, you killed him before I got to. And I was like, all right, whatever. Um, I'm excited to see where this goes. I will say I don't like how long it's taking to get the next issue. Like, I don't know why. We should be on issue six already. I don't understand what's happening. We should. I, I wonder if they, basically, without telling. Was it Future State that got in the way? Maybe, maybe future state, but I also feel like, you know what? No, it was future state because there was not an issue during those. Was there an issue during those times? Well, I can't remember. I mean, that would have been February and March, right? So yeah. we got one in January, we got one in December, and then the third one would have been in April. So then, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's Leave what it, it was. Future state um but yeah i like i said i'm excited to see where this goes i just wish we were on issue six already because you know i'm enjoy. i want to what the only thing i'm missing right now is the romance like i genuinely want the romance and i'm, I'm missing that yeah i mean especially when he first sold the story as like hey this is how i this is the continuation of how bane's story would have ended yeah uh, or the 100-issue run would have ended. Um, and it clearly isn't. I think that he kind of put himself in a corner with that. Yeah. And hopefully there can still be some of the Bat-Cat romance, like, still in the past. Like, because yeah. we see they're in a hard spot. We know that they eventually somewhat you know, get, get back together. I mean, you can't necessarily say that they are perfect together um, because we haven't seen that yet. Yeah. So hopefully in the next, what now eight issues we will see because that it's a total of 13, right? Yeah. With the annual yeah. that they technically have with this. So with, with the next nine issues, we will see some sort of uh, resolution to this whole, like, freaking beat me like you do every other supervillain. that was yeah locked up <laughs> yeah i mean hey you don't know what they do in their private time uh but let's go ahead and move on to i would it be weird for me to say the most polarizing batman issue in titan's run 
I think so. Well, it, I don't think it would be bad for you to say that uh, because I would partially agree with you. Oh, so um, I think this issue, this particular issue, I think just proves our whole theory or things you don't do in writing where you overshadow your main character. Because yes. this just took a big old elephant shit on Batman. Like this, this book after this issue should not be named Batman. It should be named Ghostmaker. Yeah, featuring Batman. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Do you want to start this off? Yeah. So we we start off with, of course, the same old. Like this is the one thing that's been bothering me with every issue. This kind of reminds me of the way Tynan was writing his. Uh, his his little one shots with uh, freaking Snyder on mm-hmm. his run, you know, the whole little, like, hey, we're going to connect this story with a backup and we're going to put parts of it in the end of every issue. Yeah. He's doing the same thing here with the whole thing with Batman being captured with Scarecrow. I'm like, you could have just waited for one whole issue to be all of these pages and it would have been a like a freaking psychedelic trip and it would have been probably cool to read all of them at one time like seeing a small tease of it i'm just like just show us that story already because yeah. you're not even close to it at this point you know mm-hmm. so we do get this page of him trying to escape scarecrow again and then it jumps back to bruce being in his bat cave talking to oracle them basically talking about how, oh, yeah, again, the whole city of Gotham is scared without any fear of gas, blah, 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 blah. The same thing that's been reiterated with every single issue since after freaking Future State. And then he's like, hey, you need to get a hold of Ghostmaker uh, to meet up with me. And Oracle's like, well, you know he doesn't answer my calls. He's like, well, you need to get him. And Barbara's like, well, there's other people in the Bat family. He's like, who are susceptible to fear gas, not like Ghostmaker is. Yeah. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I hated Batman. that. It was that so was terrible. That was so stupid. Freaking Batman is riding on freaking Ghostmaker's slong this entire run, and I'm kind of tired of it. Yeah. Like, no, it's fucking terrible. You, it would be like Goku being like, oh, Vegeta's the best. That would be fucking Goku. Like, oh, Vegeta's the best. And oh, he's the greatest. Like, call Vegeta. And, like, him not being rising to the occasion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's dumb. It's, it's so out of character. It's out of character. It It feels very wrong. Because you need to also realize that not only we as readers are getting to know Ghostmaker, but everybody in the Bat family is just meeting Ghostmaker. It's not like, hey, we all have a history with this guy. Batman barely even has a history. Yes, Tynan tried to write in like small little things of, oh yeah, technically he was here and here and here and blah, 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 blah. But we know for a fact, for a fact, that Robin, Nightwing, Jason, Barbara have had a history with Batman and they have all had their encounters with Scarecrow before. Mm -hmm. And so for him to be like, oh, no, like it's it's like nobody can fight Scarecrow like Ghostmaker can. Yeah. Like you've never seen him fight Scarecrow. Yeah. So how can you say that? 
oh, but but we know Tynan has put the precedent out there that Ghostmaker can do, uh, he can fuck two people at one time and solve like 10 mysteries while doing that. The next scene, though, if you want to go ahead and cover that, because... With Harley? Yes. No, okay. this thing Wait. called The Haunt. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, with Harley. So, yes. Ghostmaker's with Harley, um, and I thought he's watching over her for some reason. And we get to see basically the Ghostmaker cave, and it's called the Haunt, which is the stupidest name. Stupidest and name. This would have been the perfect time for Tynan to throw a reference to um, Injustice, where she gave Arrow a better name for his cave instead yeah. of the Arrow Cave. And she was like, you should have called it the Quiver. And he was like, oh, fuck, that's a better name. Uh, you could have had Harley do that. But no, he doesn't do anything like that here. Um, this fucking thing is Ghostmaker. Clay said this. He was like, dude, this whole issue is basically just Ghostmaker saying he has a bigger dick than Batman and Batman agreeing. And it's true. We get a double page spread of essentially a modernized Batcave with all of these computers. There is a dinosaur in the fucking middle it is what is it the spikosaurus or whatever the fuck it's called yeah he um, says it's a spinosaurus and he says yeah. batman had a dinosaur in his cave i have a bigger dinosaur yeah if you like, haven't seen jurassic park before obviously if you've seen the original jurassic park the t-rex is the biggest bad and then what is it lost world or it's, no no it's it's the third the third jurassic park yeah brings in this like crazy fucking like spinosaurus uh, that's bigger yeah. and badder than the t-rex and whatever yeah so they give that to ghostmaker ghostmaker has everything he he admittedly says because harley's like oh is your car better than batman's too and he's like no that's the only thing that's better right now he was like but that's going in the incinerator tomorrow and a new one will be better and i'm like fuck out of here ghostmaker is the biggest dude bro i think i have ever seen in comics yeah and, like, he's not even charming or, like, I don't... Because we've had Ghostmaker for how many issues now? Like, I was telling this to Clay when Clay was like, dude, you gotta watch my hero. You gotta watch my hero. I fucking hated Bakugo. Bakugo was so fucking annoying. But he comes around. And yes. you're like, okay, that is not like that with Ghostmaker. I just fucking hate this character. I just yeah. hate him. And, like... So Harley, like Ghostmaker's like, uh, has like an AI assistant. He's like, oh, get her some wine or something like that. And she was like, so are you, is this the, you want to kill me situation or you want to bang me situation? And he was like, oh, I'm fascinated by you. And then he goes on and talks about how he was like, I was diagnosed as a psychopath and I fuck men and women. Just at my leisure. so and, like, fucking stupid. I'm sorry. This whole like, oh, well actually I'm a psychopath. And yeah. like, what? Like, I don't even have the words. I'm sorry. When you write him as this like glorified, hey, I need to be the one person to fight all of the scum of the earth for the fact that we are in it for the art and all of that stuff. And then saying, oh, by the way, I'm a psychopath. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. At yeah, all. It, it, it's fucking terrible. And then they start fencing for some reason and harley's talking about or he's talking how she's loved two people in her life and one was the joker and the other was pam one uh what did she say uh one used love to control me or they were talking about their names for some reason 
And she was like, one used it to control me, one like set me free. Yeah, and because then- Ghostmaker was saying that only a handful of people know his uh his True identity. Well, have seen his face, but only two people have seen uh or or know his actual name or yeah. something like that. So and that's Harley why they were talking the about names. Yeah. Yeah. So then the gardener shows up and she starts talking. She was all like, this is why I hate like superheroes or whatever, because, you know, she does whatever. But we get we find out what's going on with Ivy. Now, this doesn't and may. I don't know. This could connect to Detective. Maybe. We don't know. Detective Be- or Catwoman? Catwoman. Yeah. Well, I mean, Detective has dealing with the magistrate as well. So, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. They could all be connected. But we saw in Catwoman that Ivy was in a tank. But from what the gardener's saying here is Ivy's actually underground and like r- putting roots all around Gotham to where she could just cave in Gotham if she wants. And she was like, she won't talk to me. She needs somebody like you. So she's telling mm-hmm. Harley she needs somebody that loves her to go talk to her. And, uh, of course, Ghostmaker's getting a call from Oracle, and Oracle, he denied it earlier in the issue, and then Oracle's like, look, I don't care how many fucking shits you set up, I'm gonna get through them, like, Batman needs you, and he's all like, oh, what kind of mess has he gotten into that I gotta clean up now, like, dude, go fuck yourself, like, I swear to God, if I ever get Batman, if I get to write Batman, I am killing for, this character. No, for the fact, the fact that the gardener comes into this place, right? And he could have barely said, he could have very easily said, hey, who are you? In fact, he says, Icon, tell me who this person is. Yeah. Like, it, I don't understand how Tinian can go from, wait, did we, it's Tinian, right? Or Tynan? Tynan. Tynan. Tynan can go from writing, and I partially understand. When you write, everything is killing the children, that is your own creation. You don't have limits to those characters. So you yeah. can write whatever. I understand that. But you go that level of writing and then have an amazing run on both Detective when Rebirth started and then Justice League Dark and then go to this? Like, I I don't see any of that other writing in here at all. Yeah. Yeah, um, like I said, and we've said this a million times, this feels like he wants to sell merchandise. Um, we already know that they're getting a punchline statue. Uh, I feel like Miracle Molly's going to get shoved down our throats because mm-hmm. she's very cyberpunk. Um, she was I barely say, featured in the very beginning of this yeah, issue. The only thing I like about Tynan's run is his use of Harley Quinn. I feel like he that's the only thing he's gotten right is Harley Quinn. And at this point, just take him off and give him a Harley Quinn series. Like, yeah, I don't care. Um, and like, you know what? If ha- I think had Tom King not wrote everything that happened in his run with Batcat and them falling in love, I guarantee you Batman and Harley Quinn fuck in Tynan's run if Catwoman wasn't in the, in the area. I just feel like that goes down, in my opinion um because like he's trying to really get her a part of this family and you know what i don't mind that because there have been a lot of people that have come into the bat family that batman's learned to trust over time and like why wouldn't you i'd rather have somebody like harley quinn on my side than against me because she's just so batshit crazy and she knows the joker so that's only more intel but yeah i don't like anything else he's doing here but anyways after all of that batman goes and tries to fight 
art is amazing in this, by the way. Like, just the only good thing about this comic book is the art is amazing. Um, but he goes and finally, like, questions Simon Saint. And he beats one of his, like, assistants' ass real quick. And Simon's like, oh, no, I'm not working with Scarecrow. He was like, but, um, you know, people are going to... He basically, Simon Saint says, I'm using the Scarecrow, essentially. Yeah. He's like, because everybody's scared of that. But he was like, and then he blows up, like, the Capitol, or he blows up something. He's like, everybody's going to think it's Scarecrow. And then I'm going to come in with my peacemakers or peacekeepers or whatever. And then we see Peacekeeper 1 come in and essentially put up a really good fight against batman i have no problem with this because batman wasn't just like 100 beating the shit out of and yeah. it looks like the fight's going to continue in the next issue um because they're fighting in the dark now which that is very batman i will say that because peacekeeper's like you can't hide in the dark i can see you and batman's like i can see you too see you too so that yeah. was cool i was like okay i'll give you that um, and then we get the whole Ghostmaker anime issue at the fucking end. I did not read it. I skimmed through it. It it is fucking anime to the max. There's a guy with like a mechanical arm, and he has a scarf and long hair. You want to know who exactly who he looks like? Fucking the teacher from My Hero. Oh yeah, uh, Aizawa. Yeah. So like, I'm just like, yeah. They he just wants to make this a fucking anime. Make it an anime then. Just take Batman out. Like, I just don't care. Um, yeah, this this issue, I contemplated being like, hey, should we stop covering this on the podcast? <laughs> because <laughs> it's just, it's not a Batman story anymore. Um, it really isn't. And my problem is like, like I said, Tynan is a very good writer when he wants to be. Yeah. And I've I've learned this as well. Uh I recently uh interviewed, which is actually coming out tomorrow, uh from the time we were recording. By the time this drops, it'll probably be on the same day. Um uh, uh, I'll, this will be out the day we record this. So okay. today, Sunday. Uh uh JMD uh Dimateus, um he has done a whole bunch of stuff. If anybody is a fan of Marvel or DC, he created Justice League International. He uh, wrote the very famous uh, Spider-Man and Craven the Hunter story. He basically revolutionized freaking Captain America. He told us in the interview that he also was given notes of like, hey, you need to write a story about these characters. Go do it. Tom King has also said in his um heroes in crisis story hey you need to write a story including these characters go do it same thing with his batman run he said hey i want to write this story and they're like okay well you need to add these characters into it so dc is probably telling tynan hey here are these characters write us write a batman story so yeah. maybe it's hindering him because it very much feels that way yeah I mean, I guess we won't know until his run's over, but I mean, he's saying he has three to four years worth of ideas, so it might be a really long time, which COVID, the last, I don't know how, I can't speak for you, but the last two years of my life have been kind of shit. Like, <laughs> COVID changed everything, right? Like, I haven't been able to travel, and I feel like and that was a big thing I've been doing since I was 24, so almost a decade, 
And fucking, I wasn't able to travel last year. Wait, and then I was stuck at home. Then I ended up quitting my job, so I'm at home all the time. And I think that took a big hit on my fucking mental state. And then 2021 has just been me fighting anxiety. <laughs> so like, it doesn't help that I don't have a good Batman series to get me through this anymore. Um, but it's just like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like if I just feel like I haven't read a lot of good comics in a really long time. I have no idea where I'm fucking going with this. I just wanted to say the last two years have kind of sucked. <laughs> well, I, we have been enjoying detective. So That's we still true. have, we still have, uh, Mariko Tamaki and a student of Greg Capullo is actually going to be on next issue. It's no longer Dan Mora for now. Ooh. So we have uh, Bogdanovich, who was a student of Greg Capullo. So he... Does it look like Capullo's art, though? Yes. See, I'm starting to fall out of love with Capullo's art. I will say it it does bring about, like, some reminiscence of mm. what we... Because we still, like, as much as we harp on Snyder and his lack of relationships and stories... Yeah. We still both love new the new 52 run yeah oh it's amazing so it does kind of remind me of that aesthetic and i'm okay with that and i'm like Mm -hmm. especially with the story that we've been getting from detective i'm sure that's going to be amazing so i am looking forward to that there are books out there that we have been enjoying um we also have batman urban legends that we've been okay with um the only one from next week that's kind of like eh is the detective. We haven't really been completely sold on Tom Taylor's The Detective yeah. uh, for next week. I think week. he's putting all his his great uh, attributes or his great uh, writing points into Nightwing right now. Yeah, probably. So, but know. also, we have Rorschach next week. Okay, so. and that's, I think, issue nine. So we yeah, got only, ish- what, four issues of that left? Yep. And um, then as well as it looks like we have Joker, which we've kind of been... Eh, that also. was starting to go downhill, but that's also Tynan. So yep. like, you know, yeah, that started off good. And then now it's, oh, we're going to team up with Gordon and Joker. And I'm like, bro, for real? Like, again, if Tynan somehow has Gordon just blast Joker. And th- see, I wouldn't mind. Then again, you can't just call the story Joker at this point. Um, but I want to see somebody do something like that. Like you, you just read adventures continue. They killed the mayor, which is a huge character for anybody that watches yes. the animated series. But if you were to do, cause I don't know if Joker is going to be a 12 issue series or if it's ongoing or what it is, but if you were to kill the Joker, I mean, T- Tom King kind of just did that in issue two, but it's a past, present, future story. So it doesn't matter. Um, but if he were to kill the Joker, Gordon were to kill him. And then the rest of the series is people chasing down Gordon. So now the story has changed completely and it's trying to find Joker's killer. That would be interesting um, because it would be different. But I mean, I've seen Gordon fight with bad guys all the time. Like, I don't care. Um, So it is what it is. But yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I just... Uh, the Batman run just sucks. Like, I don't see how you can overshadow him so much. Like, it's so weird. Like, we've we've said it before, and I'm a huge, huge, like, I, I, I've said in the past, like, if any character is featured in a story of a main title character, 
that character should only come in to boost your main character. Yeah. It should never overshadow or take over. And that's kind of what Ghostmaker is. And his attitude, especially in the sense of like Tynan, and it may just be because we are like a little bit more in the know with this stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, listening to interviews and everything like that. We were both a big fan and I, I I just couldn't do it. I had to bring anime in here. Mm-hmm. We have both seen Naruto. Yeah. And for him to come in and say, hey, Ghostmaker is uh, Batman Sasuke to his Naruto. I'm like, you like this is no way Sasuke. No. At all. Well, I will say I hate Ghostmaker like I hate Sasuke. So because in, I don't in like sense, Sasuke. Okay. Well, yeah. I think there could be there could be an argument on whether you're supposed to like Sasuke. Yeah. To be completely honest. But you're not you can't like Sakura though. I don't I'm sorry, I don't care. If you like Sakura, you're trash. You cannot like Sakura. I'm sorry. That woman sets up she would be the worst role model for any young woman. Oh like I swear God. to God. Like, oh yeah. I wanna go after this guy that is a murderer that joined the villains but treats me like fucking garbage and I still marry him. Like that's a terrible role model. You cannot like Sakura. I'm sorry. Anyways, continue. But for him to make that statement with such a very large anime IP manga IP Mm -hmm. to make that equivalent to, and then write him the way he's writing him. It just kind of spits in the face of the creator of Naruto. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. You you can't make that assumption or make that comparison, comparison, and then write Ghostmaker the way he is. This dude, like I said, is quite possibly the biggest dude, bro, I have seen. And I almost like I don't want to be an asshole to writers. Like yeah. I can hate Bendis, but I will never go to Bendis's face or go to his Twitter account. And just talk shit like people think that they can do all day, every day on Twitter. He'd probably block you, though. I'm still I was still blocked on Instagram before I deleted it. (laughs) But to be honest, I almost want to ask Tynan. And I know this would be out of line, so I'm not going to do it. But Mm -hmm. I almost want to ask him, am I supposed to hate Ghostmaker? Yeah, because a lot of people can argue that you were supposed to hate Damien when he first appeared. Yeah. That's and true. then the character grew on a lot of people. There's still some people that are like, eh, I don't like him. Especially I now. The bratty Re- Damien. I yes. like the Super Sons Damien. Yes, I, I do not like the bratty Damien that Morrison brought in. Yeah. But his whole point was to teach him the ways of Batman and yeah. teach him to be a hero. Here, Ghostmaker's ideals is, hey, I'm the best hero that ever was. Yeah. And I'm like, you live in a fucking world with Superman and you think you're the best thing the earth has got. Like, I'm sorry. Like, not even Batman thinks that way. Yeah, no, Batman has never he never underestimates his opponents, even though he knows he can win. He never underestimates them. And yeah, I just I don't know. I I don't I wouldn't see any harm in you asking that question. Like, it's not talking shit. Be like, hey, man, I read this issue. I think I the best way to phrase it is to bring up Damien's character. Yeah. Is to say, hey, 
is there any comparison in the way Damien uh, was, you know, brought into Batman's life the way mm-hmm. that Ghostmaker is? Like, yeah. is there a comparison in their attitudes and the way they think and things like that? If I still had Twitter, I would have no problem asking him, be like, hey, I just read issue nine. Am I supposed to like Ghostmaker? Because at this point, I do not feel like I'm writing. I do not feel like I'm reading a Batman story. I feel like I'm reading a Ghostmaker story. Like, I would tell him that flat out. Uh, But, you know, I don't have Twitter anymore. I'm trying to keep my mental state in as wet it's at. So I don't need Twitter. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I guess we'll have to wait and see um, where this goes. But I'm not liking it. I don't think it's great. And it's just... and I will say this, and I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast before. I've met Tynan before at Comic Con. He's extremely nice, and he's awesome. Like I'm pretty sure he is an amazing dude. And like the little chat we had, I thought he was dope. I just don't like his run, and I cannot like something from somebody and still think they're an amazing person. So like it's just you know it's a, it's critique. It's a different of a difference of opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just don't think you should ever overshadow your main character. And Batman is like, at the moment, like the fifth most fifth most interesting character in his own book right now, which yeah. is ridiculous. So according to the story, not like I think he's the best character out of all of them, but the way they're telling the story is like number five. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, anyways, uh, you said you got a lot of stuff coming up this week or? Yeah, so on Monday, like I said, on World's Finest True Believers, I do have an interview, a creator spotlight with JMD uh, Mateus uh, is the way he pronounced it. A really big writer in comics for like the last 40 years. Go check it out. It's going to be really, really fun. Um, I also, of course, have a DC Alliance on monday night at 9 p.m eastern standard time 8 p.m central go check that on the geek first uh youtube channel i did win that charity stream uh, did you make the ultimatum i did make the ultimatum we are going to have a title match in november uh Mm. another it's going to be a 24 hour stream at that point we're going to have another tournament i am in november yeah did you pick the game um we have not decided because they are in canada and they have multiple platforms while i only have a ps4 so it is limited uh so we are going to discuss the terms of that match uh here pretty soon have you played that new game knockout city the dodgeball one i have not i want to download it you can do 1v1 in it you can do 1v1 sweet i'm uh, i'm gonna have to download it on on the ps5 yeah Uh, I don't know if the if you can still download it for free. There might be like a free trial, and then it, but it's only twenty bucks. So oh, if it's only twenty bucks, I'll definitely do it. Yeah, okay, it's uh, fun. But I'll I'll do that, and then of course all my other shows go to Fanboy Clay on Twitter. My link tree is there. Um, as Juice has seen plenty on his timeline, I have been <laughs> uh, very active in schooling some people in what monopolizing uh, companies mean on TikTok. And uh, yeah, so go check all that out. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I know why TikTok throws the people you follow into your For You page. It's because nobody uses the fucking following page. <laughs> like, they don't. And I, I realize that. Like, nobody uses the fucking following page. I so, try to go on there at least twice a week. 
I just forget. And then I'm like, oh, wait, remember that person I was following? I want to go check. And then I'll go and I'll just like spend like 10 minutes going through all of the videos I missed. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I just see a lot of shit on the view page. Um, as for me, ladies and gents, I am currently in the progress of, I want to change up my content. Uh, I just released my first new style of video on the reaction channel. I want to do more commentaries slash Reddit kind of things of just, I'm still reacting, but I was reacting more to memes and just, uh, Samantha Samsung who has taken <laughs> over the internet. I, I saw that video. Yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely go check it out. Give me some love. If you, if you are a viewer of my YouTube content, let me know what you think of it. Um, the gaming channel, I might have a video later out today, if not tomorrow, for Genshin Impact, which is a game that has taken over my life. It's got waifus, it's got fighting, it's amazing. It's a gotcha game, though, so if you ever played a gotcha game, you know how that goes. Um, but my most consistent thing I've been on right now is TikTok. I got access to the Creator Fund, and I'm actually doing an experiment to see if it actually hurts your TikTok channel. So if you want to check that out, definitely go hit that follow button over there um but yeah for the most part ladies and gentlemen that is going to be it we appreciate you listening to the batman news weekly podcast as always he is fanboy clay i am juice wayne and remember even though tynan's writing it batman is awesome batman!